you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The search show. I'm in the zone. Quang, quang, quang. Quang, 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 quang. Quang, 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 quang. Breaking news. <laughs> Welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look at all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? None of us do. Got it out the way. Now, this week, <laughs> Damn. changing it up just a little <laughs> bit, okay? You know, you got to do a clean sweep sometimes. I like to think of myself as a street sweeper ass <laughs> nigga. something you know? on your heart. Yeah, something, something on your heart. something on my mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, somebody please, please tell me where this bitch <laughs> did it again. Now. Breaking news, y'all. So this week, uh, actually just today, Kim Burrell. Now, I don't know if y'all are familiar. Do y'all know who Kim Burrell is? Y'all know who she is? No. What she is? No. Okay. She is a um, a train conductor turned gospel singer, um, stalwart, um, hogwart, who actually is 49. Can you believe she's only 49 years old? I was shocked. She is only 49 years old. Now, that alone for me was like whatever. I tell you all the time, the hateful people look like somebody took a lemon wedge and some kosher salt and a dirt (laughs) devil and put it on their asshole and just sucked all the life out of them, right? And that's how Kim Burrell looks. So her 49-year-old ass, uh, big ass, we could say it about her, and I'm about to tell you why in a minute, was uh, she was recently a guest soloist at Pastor Brian Kern's church. Now, are you guys familiar with Pastor Brian Kern? These details not. matter, so we got to get it in. Mm-mm. He's no. a controversial black pastor, very um, conservative views, who has continuously been in scandal after scandal from being caught having sex with prostitutes he's married to having an affair okay. with another bishop's <laughs> wife and then confessing up, confessing to it and begging for forgiveness and all that, meanwhile maintaining hateful stances on other stuff. So she went to his church. Okay. She was reforming. So birds of a feather, basically taking some turns here. Flock, not fly, because you know it's going to take a lot of wing flapping to get okay. Kimberell's <laughs> ass airlifted. I know the songs say "Love lift us up," but she on Lord lift us up, fork lift us up where we belong. <laughs> now let me tell you this: oh my it's God. A, I don't care. Oh, I don't care. Now here's she hate me, so I feel like you know what I'm saying. The, I'm looking at the 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 lady in the mirror. We just put it like that. So here we go. Um, <laughs> She was on stage, and so before she started singing, she went into an opening act. I didn't know that gospel singers did, you know, 
a five minute stand up set before they went, you know, publicly started doing their singing and whatever. But she did. She said that most people don't understand his personality referring to Pastor Brian Kearns, because I told you he's a controversial pastor. Right. She said mm-hmm. most people don't understand his personality because he is truth personified and he tells the type of truth that makes most uncomfortable because who oh, likes boy. to be told you're just ugly. Let's get to it. Instead of me telling you what she said, why don't I play for you? What she said, we're going to break this up into two clips because you're going to need a breather after the first one. And then I'm going to give you the second short clip. And it goes a little something like this. Before we get friends, we have to do an interview. How long have you been broke? All right. All right. How long have you been broke? How many times have you changed your name on your light bill? <laughs> How many of your bills in your little cousin's name? <laughs> Do you live in a trailer home or a house? You know, you understand? And it's not about status or material things. It's just about choices. You know, life is different now. And, you know, we are at church. Thank God we're here. Those of us are walking by faith without a mask and no vaccine. And so we, we honor the Lord. God is good. I respect all of the men of God here and respect you. Can y'all clap so I don't feel strange right about now? Hopefully we'll get a chance to meet each other when y'all invite me to come to your church. I'm not as expensive as I seem. Um, And so, I don't know, maybe you got a little leftover from your PPP loan. (laughs) Prayer, praise, and power, you understand. Amen, isn't the Lord great? Amen, amen. And so, and so, and so, and so. Okay, now let's pause it right there, right? That's the first clip. Her personality reminds me of why I don't go to church. Mm-hmm. It's friend, that, like, it's that person. It. Like, that's the person. That's the church person that makes people stay away. She's on stage in a church where she's been booked. We know that she's a singer. So church gospel singers are booked to come sing at churches to uplift people, right? Mm-hmm. To support them in an emotional, spiritual manner, you know, through the art of music. A place of worship. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Supposedly the safest of safe spaces, right? That by <laughs> right. definition, right? By mm-hmm. In theory, that's what it's supposed. That's what it's, hit it, Amarion, what it's supposed to be. That's what it's supposed <laughs> to be, right? But that's not what it is. Now you're standing on this mm-hmm. stage. Mm-hmm. We can we can break down the stats however you want to do it, but we know that most people that attend church are what? Not wealthy, okay? The majority of the people that attend church and subscribe to a reg- regimented, you know, structured religious lifestyle are not wealthy people, but they give what they can to the Lord because it's important to them, right? So right. she's speaking to an audience of people like that, saying things like, you know, do you have your bills in somebody else's name? Which a lot of them probably do. Saying mm-hmm. things like, do you live in a trailer home or a house? Bitch, what? Shaming do I live in a trailer? You're right. Like, what? what's it to you? First of all, and if anything, you're supposed to be putting me in the mind frame to motivate me to get a damn house if I want one. I might be just fine in my mobile home. Hey, And these are the people that support your lifestyle. Yeah, ignorant ass. Her ignorant ass. Her <laughs> they lifestyle. put money in her pocket, literally bankrollers. So that's so wild that that's how Bacon she. Bacon in her skillet in the mornings, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they're doing that. They're the ones got the bacon frying and fish frying and beans don't burn in the kitchen. They're the ones that's got that going for you. And yet she's shaming them from the pulpit like that. Okay? That's how mean and nasty and evil is. She's making jokes like that 
to those people in the audience. Well, it actually gets worse. I'm going to play this second clip and then we're going to oh, discuss amongst each other. Okay. And Imagine thank God, you know, it's been on the gay so many times. She literally sang a song where she said, he ain't gay. He ain't childish. He ain't broke. He ain't. And, and was rebel rousing the crowd, like describing the perfect man. And so she has a target for gay people. But today it wasn't on us. Today it was on <laughs> ugly people. Let me play the clip for you. Oh my God. <laughs> Wow. Who likes to be told you're just ugly? No one likes to be told that, you know, especially when they have realized it. All right. Most don't get offended until they know the bad thing about themselves. And then somebody else recognizes and says, oh, I saw the ugly too. I just wanted to let you know. So anyway, y'all get that later. God is great. All of you are beautiful. I haven't chosen anyone to be ugly yet. God is good. God is great. Y'all look great. Most of you have on hats covering most of that anyway. Here's to you. <laughs> I have a great personality. Okay, I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna sing. Daily I shine. Wow. Mm-hmm. She said that. Now, we could really break it down line by line. You know what I'm saying? But I don't have time for her, just like she doesn't have time for grooming, okay? And obedient school, which is the school she needs to attend. But she said, you know, she closed it. I, I have a great personality. And I know I'm here to sing. I'm going to sing. And then she started singing with that, with that grovel, Marlboro Reds voice that she has. And um, she, she went on to say, I have a great personality. No, you don't. You actually have the opposite. You're a really shitty person. And what she was doing was trying to substantiate these sensational things that that pastor Brian Kern is known for saying by using an example of him calling people ugly in the congregation, physically, not inside, physically, like your appearance. And that's what she said. No, and don't I haven't I haven't determined any of you to be ugly yet. And most of y'all have hats on covering up there right now anyway. That's what the fuck she said on the stage. And first of all, first of all, I know by definition what blasphemy is, you know what I'm saying? And you in the church looking like that, calling people ugly. <laughs> on the big stage. Like, but also how childish, like mm -hmm. What? You are on the pulpit and this is what you want to share with an audience that that you have their attention? It's just so childish. She seems so miserable. How is that helping anybody, Asante? You know what it makes me think of? And this is going to be so random, but y'all see what I'm doing? Old school Wendy Williams. Like, that's what it feels like when she's up on stage. Like, remember old school Wendy Williams? Like, those interviews were very, like... Some of it was like very straightforward, but then she'd be a little under, undercutting and undercutting and shady and shit. But it's like she's on stage shading the entire congregation over and over again. And I'm just sitting up here like, why is this happening? Like, why are there so, people in the audience? Like, why are they attending this? <laughs> like, before people would be like, why are we tuning into this? But like, they're actually like, Wendy wasn't shading the audience. You know, we was trying to figure out why she was shading her guests. But like in this instance, it's like y'all are the guests. Y'all like, showed up for this, and over and over again, because she's con she's continuously been hateful on social media. So like that alone would make me, if I was, I mean, I don't know how I would be. I guess if I were under the you know spell of uh, organized religion, but I just don't see <clears throat> what would make me want to be allured to her if I was really deep into the word and wanting the best for my life and the people around me and. Uh, to believe in a higher power that, you know, wants to love that neighbor and for her to be so hateful at every turn, it's just very confusing and it's very off-putting. And I mean, she's going to get hers one day. 
Well, let's get started on when. In 2014, while she was a judge on Sunday's Best on BET, you remember she got backlash for being embarrassing, embarrassing those people, those contestants laughing in their faces and being mean and nasty. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the boy with I the lisp read her ass down to them ankle boots. I believe he cursed her, and that's why she's been falling ever since. <laughs> then in 2016, she preached a homophobic sermon where she said homosexuality was a perverted spirit that would kill you and referenced Eddie Long, who it was long rumored that he... Oh, Eddie Long, was long rumored no pun intended that he was a homosexual in the butt and then he never denied it but he never admitted it either you know it was what it was but she did that from a church pulpit she also was very specific in her hateful speech where she said that if you are you as a man if you open your mouth and take a man's penis in your face you're perverted you, you can't say what the lord says and you are a you have you as a woman if you shake your face in another woman's breast which i thought was hilarious because of all the ways to be a lesbian <laughs> bitch you mad at somebody motorboating <laughs> somebody is like yeah <laughs> of, all, of all the things how do you even know about that sounds, Kim sounds specific Kim <laughs> right? yeah, you know she's she's busty she's buxom buxom <laughs> buxom <laughs> yeah okay we have an episode title <laughs> She's buxom. She's buxom. I know Lil Wayne said the song is called Duffel Bag Boy, but have you seen Kimberell's breasts? So when she said that, you know, I just thought it was odd, but she was specific about that. Um, And then also she was slammed in 2019, and this is on a petty note. On a petty note. We ain't done that in a while. Wow. But uh, on a petty note, she was slammed in 2019 for comparing the talent of R&B singer and Grammy Award winner Fantasia Barino to gospel singer Leandria Johnson, saying that Johnson was the, quote, real singer of the two. So she's just a nasty uh, buoy of a woman in the first place. Like, she's just disgusting. And no. I just, yeah, and I just want to highlight the low light of her every chance I get because every chance she gets to be mean and nasty and hateful to people, y'all know that churches perpetuate that hateful um, culture of excluding people and banishing people, ex- um, excommunicating people from their families just for lifestyle um differences and things that they can't help and she is a person who feeds and permeates that culture every chance she gets and then shits in our face and and lies and says oh i was i didn't say uh lgbt i said s-i-n but then does a sermon That's saying a that guy like too quickly. let's the, get like, on the nice, anti-vax statement. the nice mean the nice mean thing yeah I, that irks me so much because my thing is if this is your position, right, mm-hmm. then stand on it. Yep. Stand on it. Stand on the ten toes. Don't apologize for it. And one ankle. Go, <laughs> go on your social media and say, yes, this is how I feel. But the nice, mean thing of like, I didn't mean that. I didn't say that because I already saw she released a, an apology <laughs> over this. And I'm like, but what's where in this speech was there confusion in how you felt? It was very matter of fact. And so I, that part irks me more because it's like you, you're a rude person that also gaslights people when they tell you how it makes them feel. That's just like a terrible combination. And the apology was a statement that was uh, laced with thinly veiled threats of lawsuits for um, defamation of character and shit like that. Which she, is insane. Which, first of all, you defame your character more than anybody when you wake up and just get out the bed without brushing your teeth and washing, running a rag up the crack of your low crack because she looked like she got one of them low butt cracks that starts at the bottom and come up just enough to define it as a crack. 
But you getting up out the bed nasty and just unwashed faces, going to the studio, spitting all over the microphone, you defame yourself that way every day because the game's been stopped helping you with glam and all of that. And you was you still didn't even look nice then. And so for you to and say the hateful things that you do that automatically identify um, character issues and character flaws on your own, nobody prompts you to do these things. You just share them. Mm-hmm. You're the one that's defaming your own character. But her apology was full of all of that, saying that her image had been used with things that were defaming. And one should be careful because it was very uh, lofty to a very heavy to some shit, just threatening people that she was going to sue them for posting what her ass said. I hope she falls again. And then why work with Frank Ocean? Mm-hmm. But that got her ass uh, up out the paint. Like, why remember take that? Why take on, that check? Yep. Because she don't care. She don't care about nothing as long as she's benefiting from it and is able to That's continue being to hateful to other people. And she sounded very much like Donald Trump in the end of that last statement saying, you know, I, I have a great personality. That was very Trumpish to me. <laughs> it sounded like that shit he would be saying when he mm-hmm. would just be saying anything. That's why I hate right. motherfuckers that just say stuff. The things that you say are supposed to make sense, especially when you are on a microphone speaking to an audience of people. You can't just say any damn thing. So like Out I said, church. Mm-hmm. that's why and her people. knees are rotting from the end. She's dry rotting <laughs> from the inside out. That's why she looks like that. And that's why she's falling. She can't stand <laughs> up. She Her bones are, you know, God and all that stuff. You play with all that if you want to. But like when you really being a bad person, you end up suffering, hopefully. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, But it's obvious she's suffering because there's no way that someone who is living a life they're like happy and proud of like yeah. think of like think of you in your house mm-hmm. with the friends that you love and the fun that you have and the love in your life and mm-hmm. the career that you have who has the time <laughs> i can't even think of how happy i am to go online and then just trash people for the hell of it there's no, no way no I, you no don't even, i don't want to be like that if I talk shit about somebody, I want people to listen because I only do it if it's warranted. I don't want right. to be, you know what I'm saying? You got to be careful how you use your voice out here. And this, and her voice, she already needs a Halls, a Ricola, uh, <laughs> a, a, a hookah, a hookah cold. She needs all of that. And the thing is, she's so throat. talented. Is she? You know, she is. You oh, can't. Man. There's no one that can say that Kim Burrell can't sing. Kim Burrell can't sing, and I hate <laughs> her fucking guts. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think it's unfortunate. It's a disservice to her gift. Yeah. You know, because this mm. is always gonna outshine that. Always. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't even hear her voice because you hear this first, mm-hmm. and to me that sucks. That's a huge disservice. You want to talk about God? Mm-hmm. <laughs> A huge disservice. She's getting boils and steaming. She has steam coming out from under <laughs> her arms. Stop. But she was on that stage being hateful. And the reason I know is because I'm going to show you guys the video. She's a, you she has, she has green, olive green steam coming out of her <laughs> arm and, and pissing on her leg. She was, because she, she, uh, when she was on the stage and she was like, and I, I, thank God it's so good. All the people with no mask and no vaccine. She did her arm like this. And that's why that's why the audience started like clapping because she she was I don't know what that means. She did the same thing when she said, for all I know, LGBTQ, LGBTQ could mean let God beat you quickly. And then she took her arms and said. <laughs> so that's like some call she does. I don't know if the short extensions of movements are all she can do with her range of oh motion. My God, but that's, that's what she does, you know, and that's how I saw that steam emitting from it. But 
the folds <laughs> under her arm. I can't stand her nasty, I see. rotten ass. She's a disgusting person, and people like her have it's been sad, very unkind honestly. to me in life. And yeah. now that I'm free of their sh- of the shackles of connection to them in any way, I will cuss a motherfucker down to the depths of a six foot grave for them to even in penetrating upon me being comfortable in any damn space. I'll never forget we was at church at Marvin Winans Church in Detroit, perfecting church. And my boyfriend at the time, he grew up, he went to um like he was my first boyfriend or whatever. What's up, Sam? But he went to Aww, um it ain't we friends, it ain't that but <laughs> we went to uh his church. And his one of his best friends had really long locks at the time. And we walked in the church. We was a little late, but we sat like kind of in the back. Don't you know this motherfucker started an anti-gay sermon about people with long locks and all this other oh shit? And we God. got up and left. And he was like, I don't care about him leaving. Leave. Like, he, he said it like that or whatever and did all that. And I'll never forget that. Marvin Winans, who wears. Wow. Who wears, who preaches in one piece coat dresses. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> buttoned at the neck with a Nehru collar on a coat dress, buttoned down to the floor. Okay, Marvin Winans. They got wine wow. in his name. You trying to call somebody gay? That's so wild to me. And ain't said nothing about BB. You don't want to talk about that. What she saying? Let's on Beverly Hills Housewives. Let's not talk about the husband. <laughs> let's talk about the brother. What about BB? Putting a man under that man's picture in them compression pants with his dick, dick all on his thigh. And BB Winans wrote, "Amen." Google it. You ain't got to believe Ooh. me. Google it. Okay. You need to. It's a gospel song. Say so you need to sweep around your own front door. And okay. I would think he would know it. But I never got a chance to get his ass back because when am I going to be in the same room with him? And he's old now anyway, so he probably, you know, you know how you know how they do the marks on the wall in jail. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> he waiting on the, he about at the slash of not life. Not the Roman. Yeah, he about at the slash of life on his five marks. So it's not Ooh. even for me, but yeah, fuck Kim Burrell. And that's all I wanted to say with the breaking news this week. So what Guan? Well, shit. How was y'all weekend? <laughs> yeah. You found it? You found I, the picture? I found the picture. <laughs> yeah. You seen it? I seen it. And then wiped his pants with his dick in them. You seen it? And what, and what did BB seen that and said, amen? C- capital amen. <laughs> okay. And that ain't no Photoshop. That shit happened. Allegedly. That so is. we don't get sued because you know right. that. Christian <laughs> evangelicals. Alleged. Allegedly. All this shit is allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Wowza. Well, I well, can smoke now. I'm doing well. my investigative reporting. But I had to let the people know because we don't have that up in our house. This is a place of love and fairness for all. Okay. Black but lives even matter. the people in the pews, like, why are y'all supporting? Well, obviously, it's because they agree to, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit and listen to someone say these things if I don't agree. The my same way is, y'all I'm left like you, in friend. Detroit. Just say it. Just be yeah, hateful. stand on it. Yeah. That's why I told y'all, like, the lady next door to me, the one that puts down her blinds, I appreciate that she's just letting it be known. Be that. That's why when people make people apologize for things, I don't necessarily understand that. Don't try to make someone apologize. Let them come to that conclusion on their own because it's performative. Especially me because we're going to be looking at each other like that Diddy meme. Remember when he was on America's Got Talent looking at that man? Yeah, with the guy with the flan. <laughs> waiting wow. on me, baby. Wait, keep waiting. You're going to be a waiting at. No, I'm just playing. I, do y'all, I feel like I'm a person who, I'm very, on some real, all jokes aside, I am a person who will apologize when I'm wrong. 
flat out. I don't have yeah, no... but that's because you will feel it. You'll yeah. be like, oh shit, you know, maybe you needed to be presented with new information or, or whatever. You, you gotta know? you gotta be humble in that space when you was when you when you owe somebody an apology, you gotta apologize. But my mm-hmm. thing is, you gotta owe it. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I don't owe you no apology, fuck off. Fairy. And believe, and I only want to. <laughs> <laughs> I only want to hear it if you mean it. Right. Otherwise, keep it. I mean, I don't need you to say it if it's not even what you want to say. So I think it's weird, but sorry that people even have to deal with that type of energy in 2022. Yep. Like I am so puzzled. Me I am too. I so been dead by now. puzzled. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, she's only so 48. Puzzled. That's what's got me puzzled on some real shit. I'm not even trying to be rude and nasty. <clears throat> I really thought that Kimberell was like a lot older than 49 years old. Yeah, I would have thought 48, she was like 49, my mom's age. I can't think of what it was, but yeah. Our yeah. Old, and my mom was together. Mm-hmm. I would have thought like, you know, combined age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She really. Born in the 50s like, type vibe. Yeah. 1850s. She really like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> She really looked like all the pots was cast iron when she was growing up. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Dustin Ross. She really do look like she put some shit in the fire in a in a, a hearth. She she really looked like she cooked in a hearth before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> she she really do look like she no. went to a schoolhouse. You know what I'm saying? Some shit like that. You know? Ty, can you insert an image of that? <laughs> of all these things? Leather, school back? books, leather with, with strings, you know, tying them together and shit. Like leather the journals I buy. Yeah. <laughs> sleeve. S-L-E-E-V-E, sleeve. Before backpacks, the book straps. On a horse. You know what I'm saying? No wonder her legs ain't strong. She ain't walking no bitch riding horses. To get to, you know what I'm saying? To go fetch water and shit. She really did. I thought that's how old she was. I didn't know she was that young. So, I'm so yeah. mad Dustin started spelling stuff from that scene from the color purple. <laughs> color purple just like them bruises from that motherfucking ass. Yeah. Remember rain. Yeah. It's going to rain on your head. Stocking. <laughs> And it did rain on her head. It looked like her. It looked like her hair always looked like it got wet, and it's fucked up. We wigs coming up on the side and shit. She be looking okay. crazy as hell. Uh, she know what she is, motley. She's a motley woman. That's what she is. She is. She's a she's a motley, you know, sullied woman. That's what she is. God, she okay. is. Okay, sour. Sour, you know what I mean? Like stench and a stench and in, in a disposition. She's a sour, <laughs> motley, surry, sullied, you know, bulldozer you of a give woman. Us words, that's what Dustin. she is. Rancid, you know. That's what she, rank. That's what she is. I'm still stuck at motley. She is. She's, right. like, she's motley. That's what she is. <laughs> Look at her. By definition, the bitch motley. Okay. All right. Ooh. That's her pronouns. She, her, Motley. <laughs> That's what it say on her shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches fill up a disgusting okay. buzzard, filthy buzzard pile of cow plop. That's what she is. <laughs> cow so plop. How, how, how are your weekends, my brothers? I actually oh. had a good weekend, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> 
he said, believe it or not. Outside, I had do? a tooth issue that really took me down. Oh on my Friday. God, me too. What's oh, going damn. on with us? I cracked the tooth. That was my fault. So my something came out, a feeling, I think. And so I just oh, had like an exposure. So I have to go to the mm. dentist uh, again and get And all you that. drink water, everything is just like Sizzling. I mean, I'm not used to that because my teeth ain't been fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I, I go to the dentist and I went as a child and shit. You have you keep up the maintenance, yeah. Yeah, you know, and so this is really hard for me. It's really been oh my lord, it's been my load has been heavy. But <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> you know, that's what happened to me. That's so weird. Same thing happened to me. Mm-hmm. But mine was a crack and I could not tell you why. That's I was in Brooklyn somewhere part. this weekend and I seen somebody that was like, Asante was Asante here. I was like, where is he at? But I think you had left. What? When I tell you I was fucked up all over this weekend, man, I was working and then Mandy took me to the spot. Shout out to Mandy. Well, 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 hold on. Actually, before you jumped the gun front, it was not Mandy's fault. But she did take me to a spot and then. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm coming back here tomorrow. And this, and then I went to the spot that next night, got super fucked up, met up with somebody, and then they were, like, clowning me the next day. And then I was like, I'm taking you back to that hold spot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Met up with somebody, and then they was clowning me the next day. Y'all build the bridge yourselves. Go ahead, Asante. <laughs> so then I took them to that spot. Nick uh-huh. got just as fucked up, if not more so than So we on 36 hours at this point. Go ahead, I Asante. mean, listen. It is, was this a, who, is this who I know? No. I mean, oh. I mean, maybe. I, you know, friend, there was some things staying strong I'll on see it. You next there, lifetime. <laughs> well, friend, there was some things shuffling around, so Ooh, you know we're gonna have to have a catch baby, up. Maybe we'll be butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 look. <laughs> okay. Oh, that one. No, I'm just, oh I'm, Lord, <laughs> the turnover. I'm, just, I'm sad. That's I'm the just best saying. Part, if you do it, <laughs> it was the best part. And um, I, I, I just, <laughs> I was really, I actually had to, I, even today I was uh, texting somebody that I texted over the weekend because I was going back through my messages. And I was like, oh shit. Like I had a, I was really crazy. A uh, shout out to Low High. It was a new, uh, it's a rooftop in, in Brooklyn. And I went to a party there and so I met some fans. Cute spots. I shout feel. out to, to y'all. And um, I just had been fucked up all over Brooklyn all weekend. So <laughs> I, like, shout out to Club bad. Lambda. Oh, shout out to Club Lambda. That's where I went after. Club in Brooklyn, brand new. Wow. Huge monster sound system. Multi-level so club dope. with an outdoor garden that you can smoke in. And it's such a vibe. Neon signs and that green shit up the walls that they put in the, you know, it's nice. And it's then lovely. they got the they hookah. Grass. They got a dark room downstairs if you're into that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. this, the, the whole thing is a lit, dope-ass, big-ass space. And most importantly, it's black gay owned, so it's a good place to go spend That's your fire. dollars. Um, but yeah, shout out to Lambda because I had slid through there or whatever twice for events connected to stuff. And one of the times I slid through there, I don't even be looking. I'll be minding my own business. But people mm-hmm. see me, they see you, they see me, they see me, they see you. <laughs> so when they saw me, it's like, and I ain't going to say who it was either, but they be running their mouth all the time. So when I saw the person, Why I do laughed. I feel like I know who this is without even knowing? But we're going we gonna to text about mm-hmm. it because that's what texts are for. Offline. Um, but the person was like, I just seen a Santa. He's here. Santa, he's here. And I, was I like, know who you talking about. <laughs> I, I, don't say that. I, I, I know who you talking about. I already 
already know who you're talking about. Don't. I already and know. Let's, let's, I would just text you out a name. Shout out to Nene. You already knew. Hey, Big Frida, you already knew. I text you out a name. Boom, shaka, laka, shaka, laka, shaka, laka. Why I feel like it's supposed to break dance. That is okay. insane because you didn't say any Anything. specific details. That's so funny. But when I rocked with it, you knew. So, but the person told me they had just seen you. And so I was like, well, where is he at? So I did it once around, which I wanted to do anyway because I liked the way that my shirt was fitting. I tried something come new. On, I like tucked on. my shirt in my sweatpants and like rolled Ooh. the sleeves up and I had on boots. So it was like, I felt tall. You know, <laughs> it was elongated. Yeah, very presidential. <laughs> I felt like Barack in that motherfucker when I was walking around. So I was, you know, speaking to Ray. Hello. Hi. All right. I was speaking to motherfuckers, and that's when I saw that person. So mm. after I walked, looped back around and came out the back, I was like, he done left. I already know he left. You probably see him oh, on his way out. Oh, that would have been so cute if y'all had linked. And we could have did like Issa and the Uber driver. <laughs> but it was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I give it to New York. I feel like it's waking back up. Just, yeah. just so many new spots and and like people are back and mm-hmm. out and partying. This summer was active. It was. And speaking last of, summer was not. This summer felt active. For hell sure. no, it wasn't. We couldn't. We were still really locked down for real, for real last summer. Kind of. But kind of. Speaking of like new spots and New York being active and shit, monkeypox, girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> New Let's spots. talk about it. <laughs> Monkey oh, pot. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe that's the show called New Spots. That's the title. <laughs> no. New Spots. <laughs> Monkey Pox, okay? I don't that's, want it. Reading the threads that people have posted on Twitter, sharing, you know, what they're feeling and experiencing. Mm-hmm. Someone said it felt like a razor being twirled in their ass. Like, just, Oh, my God. That oof. ain't my kink. Like, okay, Fred, okay. (laughs) That little laugh, I'm so mad at you. (laughs) Okay. Shit. And I mean, shit, literally, like, it's one thing, like, we just, first of all, another public health crisis. The same wound, Flav. The The same same wound. wound. And then why are they making it seem like it's a gay disease? I know, and we always When you're seeing people... From everywhere around, mainly New York, I get that part because it's such a dense population and there's more people in the gyms, Mm -hmm. you know, and they say that you can get this from just articles of clothing if someone has it, from spit, from sweat, fluids. How does that... How, right. how Spit, does sweat, that, and fluids. Yes! But how is that a gay thing? I'm so lost at how they turn... <laughs> well... How they... <laughs> The turn is actually why it's well, you know what she said on uh, uh, <laughs> uh for color girls. Oh, so, so, so you ready. doing the bending. It's the turn. That's the part that makes Go it. Go back gay. to the, being Dorinda. Okay. I don't I Dorado. don't get yep. Yep. I do not get how they how they came to that conclusion. And I was trying to talk to Crystal, like, am I am I dumb? Like what no, am I not no. what am I not getting? I know because this you're is a, so sweet. He said, No, beautiful, you, you, you ain't no, dumb. No, you ain't dumb. Fuck the piss. <laughs> me off. No, you ain't dumb. <laughs> I saw your face. Here's the no, thing. but you know what I'm saying? I don't get the correl- the correlation. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah, me either, but I don't want to get it. 
period. And right, so, while they figure that part out. Exactly. I get yeah. that, I get that. Um, you know, I had a debate with some of my friends the other night. Shout out to Frank. Frank, uh, me, Frank, Hi, and a Frank. bunch of my friends. We was all having a debate the other night about just the things that are surrounding the conversation about the monkeypox vaccine, mm -hmm. one of which we're discussing right now. <clears throat> and my thing was, I get all of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want monkeypox to fuck me up. So I was willing and diligent about going to get the vaccine. I mm -hmm. am sexually mm -hmm. active. I do. I am a man who has sex with men. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck. You can't whoop my ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Did so it. I have to, you know, be proactive about health related issues that, you know, affect me and members of the community that I occupy. And so yeah. getting this and plus that's all, you know, true. I didn't want no motherfucking monkey pots. You crazy? You think I'm finna be Bumpy Johnson over here looking like a bottle of <laughs> a bottle of Seagram's gin? Bumpy Stop all it. over. I don't think so. Like, no, thank you. No. I don't want I that saw, shit. I saw a TikTok. I'm sure y'all saw it because it went viral on Twitter of the young girl, like the young white girl that got it. And she said, and she went to the doctor. <clears throat> they literally were telling her that's not what it could be, because it's like a gay thing. <laughs> Yeah, she and got she's the telling, shit. and she has it. She's telling them like, but the symptoms match what's on the CDC website. Like, and they're like, no. And then everyone she went to was either like unable to treat it because they just didn't have the resources, were gaslighting her to think that it's not what it was, or just straight up told her you know, gave her the runaround, like, oh, you need to go to this person. And then she'd go to that person. Oh, well, you need to go back to this person. And she's like, it seems like no one is properly informed or equipped to deal as with this. As long as they wouldn't play in the Izzy, where I draw the line, if I got that shit and I walk in there with the, they play in the Izzy, but you're contagious. If they Stop play in that when I walk in there, that's a, that is, Assigned you know, to you. <laughs> like, that's when I so know. So what do they harmful. say about the vaccine? <clears throat> like, does it mean that you can get it, but it just won't be as severe, like similar to COVID, or is it just you won't get it? Both. Okay. Your body develops over the four weeks. So <clears throat> your four weeks in between your first dose and your second. Oh, um, so it's two doses. Two doses. Vaccine. And your body builds up complete immunity after six weeks total. So like you get your second shot four weeks later, and then two weeks after that, your body has built up full immunity. Okay. So you can still get it. You know what I'm saying? In between but yeah, that. Yeah. Shit. This yep. is wild, man. And I they give say honor the to numbers God. jumped. Thank God mm -hmm. I have I got that vaccine. I can't mm -hmm. wait to go get my second shot. I shared it just because maybe it'll make somebody else. One of my friends is like, Dustin, I wouldn't even have got that shit unless you had told me to, you know what I'm saying, make an appointment mm -hmm. or whatever. And yes, you do need to get it to protect yourself. And I know, you know, you just know. You know who it who who <clears throat> is vulnerable to getting that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Based on and what I mean, we you're know social about it. And yeah. you're outside, so your chances are a little bit higher. Yeah. So outside. We ain't that outside, okay? So, <laughs> but I am. So I got, crazy, I got that. Man. My shot. Shout out to the lovely pediatrician that administered my shot. I wonder why she was so gentle. She just had less gentle hands <laughs> and short fingers. And she, uh, she gave me my shot, and then she told me she was a pediatrician. I said, well... Damn, girl. That's why I feel so childlike right at this moment. She's got a great bedside manner. She did. And we was That's in chairs. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let me make some announcements before we jump in, jump in. First, there is a new episode of The Boo that I just dropped on our Patreon. Definitely check that out. I had a great conversation with Claude. Shout out to Claude Kelly, who actually joined us. Love you so much, Claude, who joined us last month um, on the live stream on Patreon, which was so much fun because that was the (laughs) week that Omarion... And Mario had done their verses. So mm-hmm. having Claude Kelly on there to talk about that fiasco was, I mean, Amazing. you couldn't have planned it any better than that. It was a really, really funny conversation. It was like talking to Naomi Campbell about the Shiba Sheree fashion show. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Perfect analogy. Yes. Yeah. So please check that out if you haven't. We uh, did live stream, but we have the replay is what we call for those who missed it in real time. You can go back and watch that. Uh, but we had a great conversation on The Woo, which is my solo like conversational podcast. And we talked about being, you know, uh, first generation Americans in the Caribbean, you know, foreign born family but also living in the hood, but also going to private school and how all those experiences shaped us as business people, as friends, as partners, and how we view the world. And we also talked about if we were to have children in the future, how would you keep them connected to their roots when now we are so far removed from a lot of things Mm -hmm. we grew up in? You know, we're resourced now, we have access, uh, but how do you you stay grounded and, and... bring roots to your future family that is now so far removed. So it was a really, really fun, funny, of course, because it's Claude, but really good conversation. Definitely check that out. You get the bill. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's how. So funny. (laughs) That's all. It's mild threats. That's it. (laughs) Shout out to Supernova Mama. Yes. Yes. She helped me. (laughs) Um, But... (laughs) Uh, Also, so I am working on a limited series podcast with a major brand. It's three episodes. It's launching in September. And I thought it would be an incredible idea. I'm working on this, by the way, with Kia and Jade. And I thought it'd be an incredible idea to have a black woman artist design the cover art for the podcast because the conversation is about intersectionalities being black women in society. And I was like, wait, how cool would it be if we commissioned a black woman artist and gave her the opportunity to not only align with us, but also with this brand Mm -hmm. and just the project as a whole, obviously this is paid. Mm -hmm. So if you think that's you, The podcast does launch mid-September, so I know it's kind of a tight turnaround. You'll have basically a month and some change to to work with us and get the cover art done. Sorry for the last minute, but really it was like a last minute idea. And if you think that's you, please send in samples of your work to jfkmediaart at gmail.com. That's J for Jade, (laughs) F for Fran, K for Kia. Media art at gmail.com. Send us samples of your work as well as your rate if you feel comfortable. And honestly, if you are a relatively new artist, don't feel bad. I will talk to you about the rate that you should charge. You know, we're not trying to, you know, lowball uh, anyone. exploit yeah. anyone or blowball. If anything, I'll help you get that part together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so don't feel intimidated if rates are still something you're like, 
you know, figuring out. But just reach out to us, send us samples. We'll figure it out. We'd love to work with you. And please do that before Monday, January 25th. Because like I said, it's a relative. Oh, January. What year am I in? <laughs> July. Oh, okay. you got time. <laughs> July 25th, which is Monday. Because like I said, it is a relatively tight turnaround. So I would love to be able to pick someone soon because the sooner we pick you, the more time you'll have to work on this and we can really make this a beautiful project that we all work on together. So jfkmediaart at gmail.com. Looking forward to that. Black woman artists, please. Thank you. And then the Patreon so you can check out all of our new episodes, my conversation with Claude. That's patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast. So I wanted to put that out there. Those two important announcements. Also, congratulations, ladies, <clears throat> by the way. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. Guys. you. That's so, so dope. Excited congratulations to work with them. Fran, Jade, and Kia. Yay. It's going to be so good. I'm so proud of us. Um, I know y'all going to put together something super amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And y'all know how long we've been working Mm -hmm. on this. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a a labor of love. Um, But also my embodiment collection with Haas. Mm -hmm. We have more bottles added. I told you guys not to worry this time. It was not going to be a thing of like, it's sold out. I didn't get one. We were not, we, you know, had more resources. Mm -hmm. This is time to really uh, put it out in a way that was a little more abundant. And mm-hmm. so there are about 200 uh, units left. So more than enough, I feel, for people that may have missed out or maybe got anxious because of previous drops that mm-hmm. were, uh, what did Haas call it? The She said we're like the GOAT app, the sneaker drop of the <laughs> spiritual world. <laughs> Which I Shout thought was so Haas. cute. Haas is so cute. So if you didn't get that, the Embodiment Collection, it's a beautiful uh, collection of a spray and an oil that you can use when you're feeling a bit ungrounded and kind of just need... Uh, kind of what we were talking about on last week's episode, just creating that ritual of like, what can I have around me or on my person mm-hmm. that will help me bring myself back to myself on the days that I'm just feeling a little off. And it even this worked is a on perfect me. tool. <laughs> Took me down a good 5%. Like it was like okay. a little CBD-ish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It worked on me. Y'all better get in body. It really works. Yeah. I'm not even saying it because it's my product, but it really, we put so much thought and intention into how we created it. Every flower essence, every oil is, is specifically catering to that need of grounding. So please check that out. Uh, that's on resonanceapothecary.com. I'll have that uh, pinned actually to my Twitter. Period. So it's just easier to find. I'll actually do that as soon as we finish recording and it'll just be easier to find. Um, so that, yes, embodiment collection. Go ahead and check that out. The I woo. Got some. Go ahead. Oh, I love y'all. Go ahead and check out the woo on uh, Patreon. And don't forget to email me, the Black Women Artist, for this project I'm working on with Jade. And Kia at jfkmediaart.com. Those are my three announcements, and now I'm done. Period. Also, um, shout out to my boy and friend of the show, Carlos King. Um, I did his show this week, Reality with the King, his podcast, um, where we talked a lot of shit about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, um, shared a few inside info, tidbits about the Real Housewives of Atlanta, little history. 
Um, and we also talked about the firing of Noella from Real Housewives of Orange County, amongst a whole lot of other stuff. It was so great. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn. You know, but it happened, you know, pew, pew, pew. So, um, but it's a good conversation, and I look forward to going back. Carlos and his team were so gracious and kind, and we had a fun um, informational conversation. So check it out. Everyone was so excited, too. I saw all the tweets like, look at Dustin, my two favorite people. <laughs> I felt so good. Right. Felt so much love. So it was wonderful. Thank you, Carlos, for the I can't wait for you to be on the show. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice. Because that said look nice as hell. Mm-hmm. His uh, show, The Nightcap. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Carlos. Thank oh, you so much for reaching show. out. Yeah. I want to come. Right. I just yeah. want to sit in the audience. Come on, let's go turn up on the nightcap. I hope Dr. Heavenly is there when I go. I Yo, feel like me and her could really get some shit done on that yeah. couch. That would be like, so yeah. cute. Hell you should yeah. be like a reoccurring host, kind of like See the Thing Is does with like their friends with benefits, you know, mm-hmm. with Antoinette, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. type of vibe. Mm-hmm. I, I can play with that. them. What's up, own network, Carlos Come King? On. Let's put the let's put the papers together. And let's do that. <laughs> no, I would love to do that, together. but it was great to be a guest on the podcast. And, that's um, your world. Got so much love and exposure. So yes, very grateful and happy. So check Yay. that out. If you, you know, if podcasts are your thing, even if not, you know, give it a try. Walk on the wild side. Give it a try. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen to it everywhere they heard. Thank also, you. if podcasts are your thing, and speaking of see the thing is, shout out to Mandy for uh, opening Full Literally Court Studios. Say that. Okay, period. So, Mandy. Congratulations. Just- and, and to you too, Asante, because I know you played an instrumental role in the design and like the structure of it and we're just there basically walking through every step of the way so mm-hmm. congratulations to you too for being thank a part you. of that I th- thank you it, like it feels good to like work in a new arena and see like h- how fresh i am and, and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at every opportunity that comes so it's been like a great experience working with her to open the studio and really see how it's successful nice. it's going to be and it is I, so nice. That bathroom. Shout out to First of all, that bathroom. Yeah, it, Not it's me all recording in the bathroom and sending her a video <laughs> while I was in the bathroom. The I bathroom. Like, you did that, I told her, I was like, you're going to have to put up a sign in here five minutes or less. People mm-hmm. can't be in here trying to number two. Like, mm-hmm. she was like, but it's nice enough to, right? And I was like, it's nice enough to, but people better not. Like, that's like, you need to, I was like, got to install a ceiling fan in here. But it's like, the studio is amazing. And that's why it's I had to shout Mandy nice. out. Yeah. She works so, so hard on all of, her, all of her shows, all of her businesses. She's just an all around great person to be around and work with. So, I'm uh, I'm proud to be part of the Full Court Studios team, Amen. and I'll bring you more information mm-hmm. when we uh, go into booking. But it is a, it's more along the lines of she wants to work with uh, networks to book them for for uh, shows versus uh, smaller podcasts. But as we open up, we will be uh, working with some smaller shows, so I will bring that to the uh, show if you all are, will be interested in more information on that because it's all about expanding this arena for a lot of the creatives that are uh, coming into this. So yeah. yeah. I'm working out of there. I'm booked. I know. I know. I am booked. (laughs) I love you, Mandy. I'm so proud of you, girl. We love you so much, girl. Congratulations. Like, I love just seeing everyone just like expanding and doing their thing. That's what we're supposed to do, you know? Right. You just keep Mm -hmm. stepping it up. So congratulations, sis. We will be there. Maybe we record an episode of the Friend Zone there when I get back to New York. That'd be cute. Like, hey. all in the same studio? Hey. Like, the old days? Oh, wait, no, uh, we never did that. Because when we were recording 
at the studio we weren't doing the the visual the video yeah so that'd be something new a treat mm-hmm. a little new york visual oh you for know the what now that i think about it we're hitting our seven year anniversary on august 14th mm-hmm. i think it's either the 14th or the 19th i always mix up the dates but mm-hmm. i'll be in new york so maybe Wonderful. we could do like an anniversary special oh yeah. so, look at that look how that just wonderful came together. wonderful and so guess cute. what i'm down <laughs> like both legs a treat for patreon patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast we'll definitely make that happen that'd be super cute mm-hmm. yes i'm in the zone so it's the shoot the shit episode. What y'all want to talk about? Where do we go? I'm can so I talk, tired. Can today. I just talk to y'all about something that y'all really don't care about? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> if I have a choice, you asking me shit. You know I just, I just need, I just need my friends just really quickly for just something that I don't, uh, that y'all don't care about. What is the, it? Okay, so there's a new season of Celebrity Big Brother, right? Oh yeah. And, uh, I just find, I mean, not celebrity, excuse me, regular Big Brother. It's uh, tw- uh, season 24 of the regular Big Brother. Okay. Um, Jesus, 24. I just hate that we run into this thing every season where the racism just jumps out, right? Uh-oh. Or the bias somehow. So, um, you know, for a house of new contestants, there's maybe uh, two black men, a couple black women, well, a mixed girl and a darker skinned girl. Anyway, dark skinned girl, her name is Taylor. She was a beauty uh, beauty pageant contestant. And shout out to uh, the the person that was in my DMs on Twitter talking about this. They were like, you need to watch Celebrity, or you need to watch Big Brother. And I was like, let me go watch this shit. And it was like on episode two or three, and I've been watching ever since. So I'm tired of watching these people just, well, first of all, fuck Paloma. Paloma, it was this random house guest who uh, decided that she didn't like the black girl and kept trying to turn the house against her and then got the girl nominated for eviction. But randomly Paloma had like a mental breakdown and left the show. So (laughs) I would like to, what a journey. (laughs) And it was really like, yes, girl, give us nothing, but like fuck Paloma because she started all that mess to get the black girl out of the house for no fucking reason. And so what kind of things was she doing when you say she did that? Okay. So, so Taylor, the black woman, she um, shout out to her. I think she was uh, she was a beauty pageant girl. She was trying to be Miss, or she was uh, I think Miss Missouri or something like that. If I've got this wrong, excuse me. It was very quick bio. I just need to see if I cared about the cast overall. I really don't, but I'll get to that later if y'all care. Anyway, uh, so Taylor, she would walk around and uh, talk to the guys more. So the girl Paloma decided she was like, she's not a girl's girl. We can't trust her. She's always hanging out with the guys. We can, we have to get her out of the house. And so then later on, Paloma is talking, trying to talk game with Taylor. And she's like, you know, uh, I see you hang out with the guys a lot. Do you have any intel that you can get from uh, from them for us? And then Taylor, uh, she heard Paloma on day one when she was like, if this should be a girl's game, we got to just be, you know, just the girls. Taylor didn't say she wasn't going to be on the Alliance, but Taylor was kind of like thinking to herself, like she said in the confessional, she was like, mm, it doesn't really serve me just yet to make this like a girl's Alliance, but you know, I'm going to see what's popping. Anyway, when Paloma tried to get information out of her about the guys, Taylor didn't give her any. And then she went to one of the guys. She went to, she went to her brother and she was like, Hey, you know, uh, Paloma's scared that the guys are going to try to come for the girls, so you should just, you know, go talk to Paloma. 
he goes and talks to Paloma and he's like, hey, Taylor said you trying to get, uh, you think we trying to get you out the house. <laughs> what a dumbass. Right, right, right. So the brother turns on the sister too. So oh, I was like, I mean, I, uh, you know what? Right. I was like, here we go again. So, and, and Fred, it, it, it gets so bad because there's like footage of him on the feeds where he's like, because um, when he goes to Paloma, of course, she's like, she's like, I didn't say that. That's not what I said. How could, how dare she? Mind you, she already had it out for Taylor because she felt like she's not a girl's girl. So then she's like, she's, she Why says in the confession. Why do do that when there's cameras? I never understood that. Mind you, they talk to the cameras. The brother at one point says, because he's talking to the other people. Oh, so this escalates. I'm skipping past a lot of it escalating because Paloma decides she's going to get Taylor around. She's pissed about it. And now the brother's left feeling like, wow, I can't believe she lied to me. Now we should get her out the house because, you know, we can't trust her, a liar in this house. It's going to mess up the game, blah, blah, blah. So then you see him in a room with other people. And he's like, you know, if I feel bad, like as a black man that I have. And I was just like talking to white people. The white people, and I think there might have been one of uh, one of the other two black people in there, or one of the other three black people. And I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" <laughs> like, because one thing I can say with the celebrity last celebrity Big Brother, uh, I remember Carson and Cynthia and them being like, "You know, if I got this wrong, you know, I'm gonna just go back and see that." And they like they would make sure to say shit like that because you know when you're in the game, you really don't know what the fuck is going on. But the way that the brother was like, he was just like, you know to america for them to see me have to you know deal with this sister lying and i was just like nigga no you're doing this all wrong and they're gonna look at you like you have lost your damn mind and then later on long story short before she had the breakdown i'm sorry because I, I know y'all don't care about this but i appreciate y'all for you know <laughs> trying to be invested as possible um, for being good sports <laughs> yes y'all are being great sports thank you so much so I, paloma she's like you know we got to get taylor out the house Taylor um, later on talks to oh so she gets put up on the chopping block by whoever the HOH is we're not even gonna talk about that so then the HOH he's like you know sorry Taylor you turned so many people in the house off maybe you could apologize and maybe you could stay in the house so then she's like you know like I was all like you know okay I'm a pawn but then when he said I needed to apologize I was like what the fuck is that so then she finds out that what she said to she goes to she, uh, Monty's like, you know, so this is what I talked to what old girl about. She said, that's not what you said. And she's like, that's not what I said to you. This is what I said. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. So she's like, now I see why I got nominated. So she tries to go reconcile with the girl Paloma who don't like her ass. And then Paloma is being like really psycho. Taylor's like, hey, you know, so I want to talk to you. And she's like, you know what, Taylor? Honestly, I'm really tired and I really don't have anything to say to you. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. And she's like laughing and being really rude. And Taylor's like, wow, you're being really rude. She's like, yeah, I am being really rude. And I'm done with this. Am I? And like, then she, I guess, left because she had her mental breakdown. I was like, bitch, you did all of this and now you leaving because you <laughs> didn't expect to be this crazy in the game. I don't know. But then, so Taylor just nominated because of the stupid ass brother and I was pissed about it. She stays in the house because the girl ended up leaving. So all of this was for nothing. But I just hate when these people get in this house and they don't realize, like, that's why I appreciated the cookout from last season. The black people all knew what time it was. They was like, there's, there's too many <laughs> of us. They even let it happen. They said there is too many of us in this house. We cannot let any of us go. Magically, they did. But the black people this season instantly just broke down and broke out. An older black gentleman, um, he's a DJ. I forgot what his name is. He said Taylor's not even a real sister. It's too much. Whoa. I can't take it. Question. It's not even that great of a cast. What is, because I've seen a big conversation. I haven't watched the show, so I don't, I literally don't know. But I've seen a big conversation surrounding like the lady Taylor and mm -hmm. racism, like accusations of like them ostracizing her on a level that presented like racial undertones and shit. And like 
something concerning the conversation of racism I and mean, what's going on with this girl. So, like, what did the girl Paloma do? What are these people doing that th- these people are identifying as They that? instantly... So, because Taylor is a pageant girl, she knows... She already said, she's like, you know, I, I know I can come across as a little closed off, a little mm-hmm. guarded. I know I come off that way. She was really trying to be friendly with them, and they were misreading a lot of it, and they were taking her wrong. And she was actually... I feel like, because we're on now outside looking in, I feel like watching Taylor, she is trying with them. And they're just, because they're from wherever they are, they don't live with a bunch of different people. Mm-hmm. They don't really know how to give and take in their interaction. So Taylor's like, uh, I'm just trying on clothes, da, da, da. You know, and you, since they're, well, you're here, you can, guys are more than welcome to anything in my closet. You can try on anything. And they're looking at her as like, she thinks she's better than us, but she's trying to like have fun with y'all and open up to y'all because she did hang out with the guys a lot just because she knows that it's harder for her to get along with the girls. So when she was trying to make an effort with the girls, they all already was like, oh, she's not for us. Meanwhile, the girls, they, and it really comes across as she's a black woman uh, and she really thinks she's better than, and it's like, she really isn't acting that way. I, I really feel like some of the white people read her as that. And there are a couple other black people in the house. And I feel like maybe they think like, she thinks she's too good. And like, bitch, you black like us too. Like, I don't know. It's, it's really weird microaggressions happening in the that house. Sucks. And I can't explain all of it because I haven't been. she's the only black woman in the house. So she probably don't a, have anybody. She, yeah, she's a dark skinned black woman. There's a mix. Uh, there are a couple. There's an Afro-Latina, I believe. And then there's a, a light-skinned black girl in the house. And then there's two black men. And ain't nobody fucking with her. Like, the one black man that kept running back and forth, he's kind of halfway fucking with her, but he wants her out the house just because the house wants her out. But um, no, pretty much nobody's fucking with her. And I'm just like... Well, well the, as far as the blacks are, but uh, I wonder right. what I want to know what what is happening that's making the people say that. You know what I mean? Because I've seen people be like, "This is so fucked up how they treating this girl," blah blah blah. And I haven't watched any of the clips because I haven't watched the show, and I just don't right. want to judge by a little clip of some shit that I have no context. Right. Of. People's see, online I watch, opinions. See, I watch the episodes, but the real magic lies in the live feeds mm-hmm. because the live feeds. And this is, and actually, when we were before we started the show, I don't know if y'all saw. I kept looking up while y'all were talking. You were watching I was, the feeds. I was watching the feed because <laughs> I actually hadn't done that. Like I've been watching the feeds maybe every now and then on my TV, but I've been like, let me just catch it. Or like when I would see on my Apple TV, like new episode of Big Brother. But low, let me just catch up on Big Brother right quick. See what happened tonight. But I was like, let me, show. Does, do the a, feeds have audio? The feeds have audio. It shows four different cameras at any given time. It might be uh, all from the same room at different angles. It might be from different rooms in the house, depending on where the house guests are. They cut the feeds out whenever they have, like, competitions and stuff. But they were having conversations um, on the website while the feeds run. And I was getting information that I wasn't really getting from the – well, I was getting from the show, but I just didn't realize. But, like, one of the characters, he's really annoying. And this week he put – he decided he wanted to be a pawn. Um, Anyway, there's just a lot – the cast isn't as interesting this season as it usually is. Like sometimes you just see people and you instantly like clicking you like you like someone. And I just honestly only like Taylor because everybody just keep trying to get at her. And it's like, she don't deserve none of that energy. Like she could have been, honestly, I would have made Taylor my ally day one. I'd be like, girl, you know what? You intimidate some people, but you a strong competitor. People might gun for you, but I'll watch your back if you watch mine. And then like, I'd work the system for her. But like nobody even came to her like that. They finally kind of want her in an alliance or two. But I was just like, I don't even like none of y'all to even want y'all online with her because all of you suck. You're all beneath me for being beneath her. And this is not just typical gameplay, right? It goes beyond that to you. Well, so the main thing with Big Brother is it's always a social game. 
So socially, that's why it's going to be like the girls were like, oh, it's off putting that she's that she's trying to show off. The, specifically, Paloma kept trying to make these like things a thing. And in my mind, I'm like, is that really like how people should think or play the game? Like people should play the game all in their own way. Like a lot of people, they'll be threatened if they know you're uh, physically fit. They'll be like, all right, so I, that guy's going to be somebody I need to get out the house or I need to align myself with. Or if they know that you're really talkative and personable and people gravitate towards you, people will be like, all right, okay, he's a threat because everyone likes him or I need to align myself because he knows everybody in the house to get information. So there are these social aspects. <laughs> Sounds like everyday life. <laughs> exactly. So, and And so now it's, these social aspects are being watched by America. So when you are playing the game, we're watching who's being fake and who's being real. And we're just dealing with racism every season. So that's why I'm like, I'm glad that the yeah. cookout season happened. So even though I'm pissed with how y'all are acting this season, the co- and shout out to the cookout really fast because I'm so sorry. The Last cookout. thing and I'm going to be out of here. I just want you to answer my question. Oh, uh, what was the question again? <laughs> like to you, the, to me. The, the things that the, um, the, the Lady Paloma and everybody else. It's not valid. You said no. My question is this: oh, is okay. it is it typical like Big Brother gameplay, or do you feel like it's some racist shit? Oh, it's some racist shit. And this like, is not typical. Well, well, you know what? Okay, so you know what? So <laughs> it's it's typically racist that because I, I feel like there's always people that look, target the blacks in some way, and not immediately, but like. I felt like that girl Paloma marked Taylor off rip. And once she did, it was like the spirit of Paloma continued to stay and linger in the house because of how she felt about Taylor. Like the first HOH, a lot of weird things mattered with it, but because she was, I don't know. I, I, part of me, now that you ask it in that context, I feel like maybe one or two people had like a racist agenda and everyone else got caught in a crossfire. Because uh, mm. they just they felt like it was gameplay. It's like real world, right? Like, <laughs> uh, what was who was over going to cuss uh, Mike out? I was um, watching the the what is it? Real world homecoming with mm-hmm. the new oh, oh with Melissa. With Mel- Shout out to Melissa. She's so I funny. love her so much, and she I handled really her motherfucking business her. on there. Yeah, she handled her I wasn't, business. I didn't watch any of the previous homecomings, but I watched it because that's the homie. I'm like, I have to support. Yes, and it's the same thing with the white girl on that show. Julie, Julie, bugging oh the fuck out every episode. But you see how, like, on that show, like Julie was like being a straight up Karen saying that this black man being manhandled like, me but then being like that's not what bruises. I meant that's not what I said yeah you, like, that's a direct like, like that's like we see what you're doing that's my but question are, are they doing like, that or are they doing is it just no it, it, it's, it's just a lot of microaggressions here and there and that's why it's just like I here we go again you know what I'm saying like the CBS like alright well we gave y'all the, the black check on the last season so <laughs> You know, this cast they can't help it. Sorry. For that. <laughs> but it's funny that you brought up uh, Real World because I'm just going to parlay into this last show and I'm going to be done with y'all today. I'm sorry. But thank you so much. Segment. Thank you. Right. Motherfucking um, The Challenge has now come to... And I did this on my ETH. I can't believe so. that still exists. Not only does it exist, CBS has taken it. So it's The Challenge USA. And they're, I guess they're going to do them internationally at some point. Like the winners of who, whoever the winners are of the Challenge USA will compete internationally in some shit. I can't, I don't have Is the information. Is it the same people that. from Real World and Road Rules or are they Damn opening it. So, it to anybody? So, so, <laughs> well, so, so here's the thing. So uh, they're running their uh, like regular normal like MTV's The Challenge where it's all those people like they just did like an all, or they're in, running an all-star seasons of that. 
But oh, finalists and all finalists and winners, I think was is what the season was. But CBS has the Challenge USA, where it's uh, competitors from Survivor, Love Island, uh, Big Brother, <laughs> and Amazing Race. Wow, you so, know what? That's cool. So Cache and them. So Cache. Cache. Friend. Cash, is she still with, with Homeboy? Friend. Cache and Cinco broke up right before they got in the house. Oh. And Cinco is with somebody that was uh, my the girl that I liked on Big Brother uh, from the cookout, Tiffany. Holy. And people are ain't fucking with Tiffany. <laughs> They're like, she will lie. They will the big those Big Brother contestants will lie. Like it is funny as fuck watching them like compete. I but loved Cash. It's like the Cinco. It's, it's it's funny. You you gotta watch because Cash is on there, Shannon's on there. Um damn, uh the real funny dude, <laughs> the one with the big butt. My boy Jose is on one of them shows. Ooh, uh, that's cool. I don't know one of them. Cha- one of them challenge shows he's on there, and I saw they had a girl dangling in like this. She had to go underwater and see these puzzle pieces, and then put them to, that tell the people what pieces to put on the board. And that girl's was like getting hypothermia. It was crazy. I'm like, what? I don't know how much y'all money y'all motherfuckers win, but it better be a, a lot of zero. It better be worth it. Hell yeah, because y'all in but below yeah. zero temperature. That's what I'm watching. That's it. It's great television. And shout out to um, Janelle James, the uh, principal, who now has a game show. Game show. Love to see it. The final straw. That is so cool. I mean, she's like the perfect personality for that. That's really, really cool. I'm trying to see the final straw. Yeah, it's a new game show on ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying Pink to see what they describe. Oh, so it says in the competition, four teams are tasked with removing all kinds of stacked objects like small kitchen appliances and basketballs from large leaning towers. So it sounds like Jenga mm-hmm. with on like another stuff. level, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Love to She's see. She's so it. perfect. She's so funny. So <laughs> I, I haven't watched the game show in the. I mean, Jesus, I couldn't tell you the last time. Maybe um. <laughs> You want to be a millionaire? What was that mm-hmm. show called? I remember I got into who, who that. Wants to be a millionaire who wants to be a millionaire? With, uh, with Regis Philbin. When I first, oh, rest in peace, Regis. When I R. first R. dropped, I was definitely a fan because I always wanted to know how much I knew. They got <laughs> so a mean it. ass white lady hosting it now. She's so funny. She's mean as a as a heel. But she's funny. I'm telling <laughs> you, she she is, but she's so funny. She's an actress. What's her I name? Who it is? I didn't know this the the show was still on. That's Mm -hmm. cool. That's super cute. Um, I'm trying. Can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. Who Black China was fighting? Did y'all see Black? There was a celebrity fight, a celebrity boxing match, and Black China and some girl fought. And Amorosa was a commentator. Oh my god! (laughs) I just saw a clip, and I was like, "What is happening? With like, what is any of this?" All I saw was like an end clip of of Black China walking over to like Amorosa, and they were like, "Yep, it looks like you know you're giving her flowers, aren't you, Amorosa?" And then China, uh, Amorosa's like, "You know, I just love and respect China. I respect her her (laughs) ethic." And I was like. What is Shit's going just getting weirder. On. I feel like <laughs> you heard about CERN messing with the God particle. They turned the machine on. I don't know if y'all been catching up, following up with this, what's happening in the science world. <laughs> but no. I, but I feel like they don't switch some shit around. We're in the oh, upside no. down. Shit's getting weirder and weirder and kookier and just, I don't know. You know my tinfoil hat. But <laughs> I've been watching... Uh oh, you know what? Congratulations to Lizzo because this is very Mystic Zone, right? 
I was just talking about her show. I think it was last week or the week prior. Somebody said I was. It was friend. And saying, oh yeah, I did see that tweet. I was like, <laughs> I was I'm like, not gonna correct okay. it because it's not that serious. But <laughs> so I was talking about the show, and I was saying how I didn't see anyone talking about it. I didn't see tweets. I didn't see you know the usual like TV people online. And then, boom, she wins an Emmy. And I think they won, like, multiple Emmys, too. I don't think it was Love just one. to see it. How bomb is that? Congratulations. That means we're going to see Buku seasons. <laughs> and that's so epic. I know that must have felt nuts to Lizzo. Like, here I go stepping out, you know, into this new venture. And off of one season winning an Emmy but I told y'all it's That's a nice. very different reality show it's not just a typical like dance for me get eliminated it's so much she's nominated so I'm sorry y'all just so we got it right uh-huh. she's nominated this year she's celebrating her nomination so she's her show is nominated for um it is nominated for Outstanding Competition Show, which is a huge deal. Oh, so they didn't announce the wins. She right. They announced the nomination. The nomination. Got it. Okay, yeah. thank you for the correction. But no I think problem. she's going to win because, I mean, come on. Yeah, let's manifest this. <laughs> let's let's manif- keep saying this. She won. Zone, okay. right? Yeah. Because I just thought that was so cool because I really have not seen people promoting it. And I was saying, we got to know why. You know, it's black women plus size women, curvier bodies. And I, I just haven't seen it in the conversation. So that would be epic off of one season to win that Emmy. So congratulations to Lizzo. That's super yes. bomb. Y'all definitely watch I don't like the people that it. don't like Lizzo. Like motherfuckers that have a problem with Lizzo are generally the type of people that I just don't like. Because if you don't like, you don't like Lizzo because... You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to see I her. I mean, and people have wanna... different reasons. Like, there's people that don't like how she looks, and then there's people that don't like that they feel she makes, like, whitewashed music. You know, it's, like, different reasons. It's all I, in that pile. I like Lizzo. I, I, I can't say I listen to the music, but I like Lizzo. You like you know, Lizzo. What she I represents like as an artist. You she like seems Lizzo. funny as hell. I yeah. feel like we would have gone to high school together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's at like freshman that you would have been randomly kicking it with as a junior and senior. <laughs> yeah. You know what did That's it for the me, friend? And Asante. Um, Sean Ross was in New York and he was like, let's go to the Lizzo show or whatever. So we went. Crystal and went. Mm-hmm. She was at Terminal 5. And I'm telling you, she it never. Was like epic. Then vocal, that vocal stamina, her dancing, like, and then she had Terminal Five was full of a predominantly white audience, and mm-hmm. she was being super pro black on that stage, mm-hmm. like she was not <laughs> diluting any too. of her message. Mm-hmm. Nothing was diluted. She was just like really upfront, and she had that crowd singing every lyric that she sang, and I was I was blown away. I was impressed, and yeah. that made me go listen to that album. And yeah, I was like, oh, I heard that damn. too, that she gives a show. And I mean, when you watch show. this show, you can see how, like, she's serious about her background dancers and the choreography and the, the, the attire, like she don't miss a detail. Um, yeah. and, and even people saying like her concerts are, are white. I'm like, but when was the last time you went to a concert that wasn't, I've gone Hello. to rap concerts yep. of like the most street dudes and the audience is white. 
I, you know, that's just kind of the concert scene, I feel, at this point. Man, it was at a Bahamadia concert. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to Lizzo, girl. Congratulations. I really hope you win that shit. I didn't even realize it was a nomination. In my head, no, she had won. No, you speak it. Speak on it. I just want <laughs> so, to let them motherfuckers be tweeting you. Oh, it yeah. Actually, oh, nah. thank you so much. Because I wouldn't have heard the end this. of it. Okay. <laughs> the well actually. Yeah. <laughs> Keep shaking your big ass, Lizzo. We love it. <laughs> but I love, I love. Um, what else have I been watching? That was good. The Bear. Have y'all heard about it? It's like a restaurant comedy drama. Yeah, with the son from good. Shameless. The son from Shameless is the think, lead. Was it Jade? I, I was thinking Bridget maybe told me to watch that. It's, it's about the restaurant staff, right? Yep. Yeah, and it's I really a lot of fast paced. Yeah, it's really fast paced, a little bit chaotic. My nervous, my nervous system was like, "Woo! I don't know if I could watch too many episodes of this. <laughs> it was just a lot going on." But the story is so great. The acting, the writing. They said the young lady great... that leads it. I guess she'd be like throwing down whatever. It's a young lady that plays on that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Um, you should watch it. It's a really, really good show. The acting is a one. So Asante, they, I saw people out. who it's on had, Hulu or like, Showtime. Oh, it's on Hulu. I'm gonna watch Hulu? it. Hulu. You say what? Hulu Showtime though, right? Oh, Showtime. Showtime, because I have my Showtime add-on on Hulu, so I never know which is if it's like a Hulu thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's just a bundle. Like, just you know. there. <laughs> I saw people that worked like in the restaurant industry previously. Saying mm-hmm. that this was like an accurate depiction of what yes, it's like. I saw you know that what I'm too. saying? Even so, Jade was because mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, you gotta watch this. I felt I felt like considering Jade just finished culinary school. Back there throwing would, plates of food at people. <laughs> I felt like it would be her wheelhouse and just yeah. like you should watch this. She she caught a couple episodes and she was totally into it. Definitely an accurate um depiction. So check it out if you're a foodie or working restaurants, if you just like just good TV. Jay had that whole culinary class scared of her. By the time, by the time she finished, and I would call, I would on the random occasions when she would sneak and be on the phone and like in class. She got to the point; it was like you can't beat them, join them thing. Like they went from like Jay being a a fucking dictator in that bitch to like now they was friends. At the end. <laughs> when she oh had that god. dinner at the end of it, I was like, yeah. "Look at you with your disciples." Oh my god, man! That was Jade in culinary school was a funny time. If nothing else. That Especially the TikToks. Time. Oh my God. <laughs> We're dancing across the, the kitchen. She's such a character. But check it out. That's definitely it, a good show that I that it, it's I an FX. It's an FX show, but it is on Hulu too. Oh, it's FX? It's not Showtime? Well, you know, it says Hulu original and then it says FX on Hulu with oh, the Hulu child. original. So it's like, I don't know. So back to your original point, it's, I don't it's even streaming. Know how FX. Well, so they're co networking, like, like co parenting. They're co networking. <laughs> well, yeah, F- well, FX puts up a lot of their content on Hulu. But um, you just made me realize I need to change this password. So thank you for that. No, you <laughs> what else? What else is out? I'm trying to think. We might as well just talk about the shows we've been watching because. I actually had the attention span to, to watch some things. Oh, P Valley been good as hell. as hell. Yes, P Valley is so damn I'm good. I'm still behind one episode because I told y'all that 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 episode got me kind of woo. Yeah, yeah. Like, Sean, take a little break. A break. Yes, that and the dude. Oh yeah, the dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. big teak. That, big teak. Yeah. That that um that was, that was crazy. Heavy. 
That was heavy. Oh yes, super heavy. Yeah. Like that's why that's why I had to come on and thank the actor for all of that because it was just like a lot of that shit hit like real close to home mm-hmm. and to see all I of that a lot played of out. Say that, and then to see the conversation continue on social media and it not. I didn't. Well, I didn't see any of the negative shit. So that's why for me it was like at least I'm getting it from this point of view because. I could take it. I could go down, you know, with with the scene. So I feel you, friend. Take take that break. Yeah, but, um, I told you I watched it at night, which was a mistake. Oh uh, yeah. Right before I was heading upstairs to kind of do my night routine, and then mm-hmm. it just set a different tone for bed. Yep. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I need to stop watching certain things. Not that the daytime would have made it any easier to yeah, absorb, but, still, but you not know right what before I mean. bed. Not but, right before you know. bed. Yeah, yeah. So That's just really like nice. that cover art for that music you shared on Twitter, friend. With oh the, uh, with that damn mask scaring the shit out of me. I looked at <laughs> I looked at that mask. It was like three o'clock in the morning and some shit. I'm like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was um, little dragon, and I never know how to say it. Sbr, what is it? Super Rocket. Super Nim Fem, yeah. or whatever. Right. The other one. Well, fucking name. So, so is it Subtract? It is Subtract. I always say Super Rocket because I think of um, Xavier Omar used to have a, name. a different yep. Yeah, what was it? Super Spazzy Rocket. Rocket. Spazzy Rocket. S P Z R K T. S P Z. Why y'all do that? <laughs> I'm old hey, trying to figure out I how to figure out artist names. <laughs> oh, what a time. <laughs> Fazzy Rocket. I'm going to text him and say that. He's probably going to be like, stop, go away. Right, okay. <laughs> Don't Please, no more. Never, uh, no more. And oh, Mike, speaking of music, actually, India Sean drops this week, y'all. I am going to cry. Even though she said it's not an album, I'm so confused now because I thought it was, but then she said it's more like a deluxe of the previous EP. Yes. We'll take it. Yes. yes, it don't matter what it is. She could drop a single, and yes. I'm gonna be thirst. But <laughs> okay. you know, I'm I'm still just excited because that means <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Dustin's doing the <laughs> Dave Chappelle hands. But Remember Whoopi I, Goldberg so said excited. her daughter was her daughter was a chef now because <laughs> she used to be hungry all the time growing up. <laughs> she said she'd come home, her daughter be in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi funny, man. I'm telling you. How did anyway. I not know Whoopi had a daughter? Yeah. Whoopi got a daughter and grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I did see a show that's coming out about, like, celebrity uh, relatives. Have mm-hmm. y'all seen that? No. It's a new what reality network? show. Ugh, asking the wrong person. Okay. Hulu <laughs> FX Showtime. <laughs> it's, a, it's a show that's coming out, and the premise of the show is that everyone is related to a celeb. Okay. And mm. you got to figure out, like, who. Who? Yeah, mm. I think it's actually a really interesting uh, premise, but I could not tell you what channel it is. I'm, like, trying to look it up. But, um... <laughs> Damn, I forgot what I was going to say that I was watching. What were we talking about? Whoopi. Mm-hmm. And you never know she had a daughter. There. And then you were saying what that the that? show was talking about celebrities. 
that oh music yes music music music. music. we're talking man it's one of those days (laughs) just one of them i was excited about india and then i was gonna go into the fact that i love the new steve lacy album have y'all had a chance to listen to it i have not heard it but Mm -hmm. i've seen great reviews it is a hilarious first of all the title is gemini rights i don't know why i find that so funny (laughs) Gemini rights. You gotta put two fists up. <laughs> for Gemini rights. Okay, them kooky birds. But and I and laughs. <laughs> that makes me think. Of, shout out to Scotty Beam. She was like, "Y'all always talking about Gemini's, but where's the support group for those of us who date Gemini?" <laughs> I was like, "Girl, <laughs> you ain't well, never lied." Shout out to but, Scotty. Shout out to Scotty. But um, the new hey, Steve yo, Lacey SP. album is flawless. Like, I damn near love every single song. There's no skips. It's one of those projects that you just let play from top to bottom. I'm interested. I've it seen that's so about good, good comments y'all. about it, so I already know. Basically, the uh, one of the opening lines is like, I'm, I'm looking for bitches because I'm tired of dating men or something like that. <laughs> like, so. <laughs> so. He's just what like, just sharing right, about so his experience. The bitches experience. still be men. <laughs> but so. <laughs> it was so. your little lap. <laughs> I need a bitch. I'm telling you. <laughs> Down ass bitch. That's me. That look, that's just a code. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like. <laughs> But it's, it's, I don't know who's been messing with Steve's mind, man. Every song, he's pissed at somebody. <laughs> he's having a hard time out here. I'm like, dang, ain't it's nobody getting here. it right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it's a good project. I love it. Definitely check it out. I've been listening to that on repeat. Um, who else dropped? Oh, Shout yeah, we Steve played Lacey. the new I love Steve Lacey because his name mm-hmm. sounds like a beauty school. Steve Lacey. <laughs> Like somewhere you go and get your your cosmetology license. I'm so mad at you. That's Steve Lacey Cosmetology School. (laughs) (laughs) This laugh is taking me out. You sound like Miss Juicy. (laughs) It's not like a dog. It's not like a cosmetology school, Steve Lacey. (laughs) And you can learn how to sew there too. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. I'm so mad at you, but check oh it out. God. I'm I, I love it. I've had that on repeat. Uh, and don't forget to support India when her out when her yes. deluxe yes, EP absolutely. drops on Friday. Who else? You know what? Jesse Boykins. He's gonna kill me. We're gonna clap all day in because we just these are clap worthy artists. I was making fun of him because. I was cutting up a mango. Me and him have this joke where we love we both love mangoes because we're Caribbean mm-hmm. and. As soon as my knife went into the mango, my phone rang and it was him. <laughs> I was like, holy wow. shit. I was like, so is that what, what, cool. what calls you up? Jesse, someone cuts open a mango. Jesse Boykins the third appears. But he played me some <laughs> <laughs> he played me some music uh via FaceTime because his album is dropping very, very soon. And y'all, it is so good. I want so badly to play it but he would murder me so i won't of do course. it but i'm gonna pray that he lets me get the exclusive before he you know, lift he that embargo <laughs> right? what's up jesse, jesse you, lucky, you lucky but right jesse so 
I'm excited. It's just a lot of good music that's coming out. I've been back in my like music. Hey, I, we had a moment actually. Those of you who follow me on Twitter, I think it was uh, on Friday. I don't know what day mm-hmm. today. You was jamming, girl. Weekend, right, I was DJing, <laughs> low key digital DJ. <laughs> We got in our bag. We was playing Sam Sparrow, Black and Gold. Remember how Ooh. crazy that song hit? Immediately. Sam Sparrow, Disclosure. And a on everybody. Latch, Disclosure. Like, yes. we were just talking about all those dance records that just had a chokehold on us. And I had so much fun that night. Like, we were just on Twitter just kicking it. Talking about old music. That was super fun. That was so much fun. You need to do that again sometime. That was, no right? Pressure, just pick like, different genres. Fun. That was so much fun. I love people being like, oh, shit. I haven't. Uh, my friend Tori was like, oh, shit. This came out when we was wearing vests and fedoras to the club. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had on it. Fucking workwear. Shout out to Jay-Z. Had us looking crazy at the club. So. <laughs> <laughs> With office wear at the club. But so much fun. Music. I, I even tweeted, like, mm-hmm. thank God for music. I don't know how I would have made it through without. I want to give a, so Speaking of music, I want to give a shout out to Mouse Jones, who's been killing it as a host of Trap Karaoke, right? Oh, for true. years now. But they're on tour I still right need now. To catch one. I'm so mad he was in New York and just, you know, you get busy and sometimes you don't talk to your friend as often as you would like to. know to. what's going on, yeah. And I didn't know because I definitely would have been in the building. You, um, you, uh, Portly motherfucker, you could have told me you was doing uh, <laughs> trap karaoke, New York nigga. But shout out to Mouse, he gonna tweet. Um, somebody quoted one. Somebody tweeted a quote of Mouse's where he said, "We the young niggas, that's y'all big niggas." And they put you know dash Mouse Jones. So Mouse instead of saying thank you or acknowledging it some sort of way that was positive, Mouse gonna quote it and say, "When I said this with a question mark, <laughs> He's right?" So annoying. So I quoted that. Remember, they said, Mouse said, we the young niggas that's y'all big niggas. So Mouse said, when I said this, so I told him, when you robbed that bingo hall. <laughs> you and him, I swear, <laughs> when y'all be racking on each other on Mouse Twitter. held up a bingo hall. <laughs> and told, you know, it'd be old people at the bingo spot. We the young niggas that's y'all big niggas. Give me the money. <laughs> he held up a bingo hall. <laughs> And he gonna say, nigga, we robbed that bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I know it didn't stop there. No, you know it kept miles. going because he's so childish. And low I want to catch one of the trap karaoke's. I heard they're lit. You see yeah. the clips always. We gotta like go and support fun. the homie though. Shout out to Mouse. Shout out um, to Mouse. He been quiet. Where Mouse been at? Working. He got a new show called um, called uh, With Mouse Jones. Let me make sure that's what it's called. He's got a new series where he's interviewing people. I feel like I people. don't see him no more. Mouse been work. That's because that nigga been. He too quiet to be a loud mouth. Okay. So he's, he's, he's been he's been working. You know what I'm saying? Shout so out that, to you, Mouse He Jones. can't be his normal self. And we love to see it. Shout out to Mouse. I know he had like a hip hop podcast too, right? Mm-hmm. He got, here we go. He got a new one. It's called With Mouse Jones. Yeah. Um, he's interviewing Queen Naza in the latest episode. So you can go to his Instagram. Okay. It's just mouse underscore Jones. And catch up on all the mouse. things. Yeah, his shortcomings. You know the motherfucker ain't nothing to four six. Catch up on all his shortcomings, motherfucker. I love you, nigga. <laughs> Look how men show each other love. Y'all so crazy. <laughs> but that's it. Is there anything else y'all want to talk about before we get out of here? Not me. I'm, I'm sleepy today. I'm be minding my own business. I ain't said it. I don't want to <laughs> talk about nobody else's shit. Like, I no. need to go on a walk Nothing. or something. You about to go get you some nature. 
I need some air. I'm so tired today. I don't know what's going on with me. I need some Like Jordan vitamins. Sparks and Chris Brown. No <laughs> air, no air. Oh, that was my jam. It but was. you know what? We love y'all so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> Thank y'all for hanging literally by a thread with us today. <laughs> we, we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye.